0: Installed and all sorts of things.
1: Wait, you had your car didn't have a horn?
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) my dad, my dad rebuilt this thing like 20 years ago. It was it was salvaged, and he rebuilt it, and he didn't see the need for a horn, so (laughs) he left that part out. But everything else is beautiful and working and sound.
1: (laughs) So prior to getting a horn, or do you have the horn now? I have the horn. Okay, so prior to the horn, when you had to, you know. Tell somebody to move. Did you just like roll down the window and holler at them? What was I'm just
0: kind of oh, other patient thing kicked in again? I just kind of <laughs> waited,
1: The Tarducks, a podcast for content creators to come on, share their stories, advice, and some more. Today, I'm very happy to have Miss Dunk. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Happy to be here.
1: Excellent. So normally, what I normally do, we start the uh, pod off with three rapid questions just to get the juices flowing. And are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it on. Okay. Best birthday gift.
0: Oh, it was a party actually.
1: Okay. Nice. Uh, second one, last movie you saw?
0: Uh, the new uh, Jurassic Park movie. Was it good? It, it was okay. The original is by far the best.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And finally, you're going out to your favorite restaurant. What are you ordering? Oh, sushi. Okay. <laughs> Easy. There we go. <laughs> All right. So let's get started here. So now where does the name come from?
0: It's actually um, from when I kind of was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I liked basketball a lot, and I wasn't as tall as all the boys, and so I technically couldn't dunk, but I made them think that I could. So, <laughs>
1: Excellent. Dunk. So Now, who was your uh, favorite team growing up?
0: Um, definitely the Thunder, Oklahoma yep. City Thunder. <laughs> yeah,
1: they had so much potential there, and then they all went I their did. different ways. You know, it was so yep. sad. Oh. Yes. So now what's your background before you started streaming? What were you doing before?
0: Um, I was doing research. So I Mm -hmm. have a more medical background. I have an undergraduate in biology. And then I decided that that wasn't really the route I wanted to take. And I went more of a business background. And at the same time as I was looking into business things, I was also starting a hobby, which was gaming for the first time.
1: And I found Twitch. Oh, very cool. Now uh so when did you start gaming then basically later in later in life or were you mm-hmm. gaming early?
0: Um my dad really wasn't into the whole gaming scene. Um much more of go outside and do things outside. Yeah. But I started I think about 23, twenty three, twenty-four.
1: Yeah. Okay. Now what was your first you know, was it a console or did you go PC right away?
0: Um it was PS4 and then I I think it was one or two years with the ps4 and then i built my pc
1: nice now what were some of the favorite games you you remember from the ps4 days
0: the first one was rocket league yeah and right if i picked up rocket league right now i would i would be awful <laughs> <laughs> but um definitely rocket league i remember and then um save the world in fallout 76 so
1: okay and now what made you jump to the pc world
0: uh it was streaming actually so i was streaming off the ps4 before Uh, and then i think off of like a really old desktop yeah so i was just trying to upgrade that but then i was like okay i gotta try games too and i
1: i fell in love (laughs) (laughs) excellent so now how did you find tarkov what was your path
0: uh, Targov I found from Twitch. Um yeah. So Lubo played it a lot, and then I found some smaller communities from that, and I just kind of took to it. And I didn't think I could play it, and yeah. so I gave it a shot, and it was really fun and challenging.
1: <laughs> oh yes, that's a, that's you know that's an understatement. You know, challenging, absolutely. So now, how long you've been playing it so far?
0: I'm at two and a half years.
1: Yeah. Okay. So is that right before Interchange, or did, was Interchange there when you, when you started?
0: Interchange was there. The map that came in right before I joined, I joined in the middle of a wipe. Um, it was reserve, and they had oh, okay. added the hideout aspect, which yep. is actually what got me interested was the hideout, because I like building bases usually in games, and so yep. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool.
1: So. Okay. And now what was the hook that made you stay with Tarkov?
0: Um, out flanking somebody and yeah. expect like figuring out where they were probably going to go.
1: <laughs> yeah. That thrill of taking somebody down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still remember my first hundred meter headshot. So, <laughs> Isn't it funny how this game, I, I haven't found any other game that just makes those memories last. Like you remember different encounters mm-hmm. and, and getting that one kill or, or things like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's really neat and it's really nice going into a raid and it's not cookie cutter. It's not the same thing that you had in the previous raid.
1: Right, absolutely. So now, you know, what is your hated uh, quest? Most hated quest you uh, you do? It's you have set to?
0: up, set up with the shotguns and the ushanka hats mm-hmm. on customs? customs. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> I hate I hate shotguns. Yeah. me oh too. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah, this is the first one. If I'm not chasing Kappa, I basically just got the 42, and I'm done. I don't want to do any shotgun quests or anything. I'm just, you know, everything's unlocked. I'm, you know, I won the game. That's it. I can play how I want to play. Nice. Now, which do you prefer to run? Do you run, prefer to run solos or as a squad?
0: Um, I prefer solos, um, and I have for a long time, but I've gone into more of a duo setting, and I like a good duo setting. Yeah. Squads can be fun. But they get crazy on the comms, and it's just like information overload, and Mm -hmm. I may or may not lose track of who's who.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how this game, you know, for me, this game's really shown how we are really not great at communicating. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, this game will, you know, possibly cause some, you know, lifelong friendships to end you'll be safe
0: from me i take things pretty chill when it comes to dying in tarkov i've gotten (laughs) used to it
1: (laughs) so now um who do you normally roll with in your duos
0: um i've been mixing it up but i've been playing uh recently i played with bazinga and uh, miss Bo, so they they were a lot of fun to play with and then arson and reefy and jbb and um, I recently competed in a tournament with Finest and Crayson, and they're they're great. They're really oh. good to play with.
1: Excellent. Now, do you find I do you find that when you play with other people that the callouts sometimes are different than what you're normally used to?
0: Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I I we were in the back of Goshen and just the other night, and I accidentally team killed my tenth team kill of the wipe, but Reef did a call out of he's by eggs he's by eggs and i was like what the fuck is eggs like what is this i was like i don't know
1: (laughs) and what was eggs
0: i i guess it was a shelf i still don't know so
1: (laughs) so now for you what was the hardest thing to learn playing this game
0: Mm, the hardest thing to learn was probably throwing grenades. I honestly still struggle with grenade yeah. throws. They bounce a lot. Um that was one of them. I remember the first time I fat fingered um I think I had it on F and I had to move it, but yes, I
1: yes. <laughs> so now what is your least favorite map that you like to run or you have to run?
0: Uh least favorite. This wave has actually been interchange, which is really sad because I used to love it a lot and yeah. I just can't see anything so
1: <laughs> okay it is too dark that's a complaint we get a lot of times and now how about your uh, favorite map you like to run
0: my favorite map is woods i mean woods
1: ah, okay just like deadly <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> excellent last so now you, um, you saw the latest tarkov tv probably of you know what's coming and whatnot what are you looking forward to most
0: I think for me, I'm really looking forward to the Lighthouse expansion um because I didn't enjoy the map as much as I thought I would. And I think it's because it's not finished yet. Yeah. And so I'm really interested to see how it turns out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I get the impression that we're not gonna have the trader for uh for lighthouse yet. From what you know, from the video that you know, Nikita hinted at and whatnot.
0: Yeah, I'm not too sure either. Um I, I'm curious to see what all comes out. I think we'll get bosses though.
1: Yeah. Alright. So now you get to pick your ultimate squad to go into a do a four or five person raid. Past prep, past OG Tarkov people, future you know, future or present people. Who are you picking as your you know all-star squad to go into and what map All,
0: all-star squad, okay. I would pick mm, I pick Philbo, Iron Iron Fist, and yeah. Walker, and then we, we would need another. So um Hmm. maybe i don't know who would, who would best fit in there maybe maybe blank potentially but definitely the comms with that group is yeah. always simple because they play with each other non-stop so i could get in there and know where everybody's at right away
1: <laughs> nice and would that be a woods map
0: uh, probably not. Iron is not the best when it comes to woods, so yeah. we we would probably need to stick it out on interchange. But I would be okay, or okay. maybe customs.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. so now what is you know a lot of the guests I've had on and a lot of the female guests, Bazinga, Nixia, they talked about you know the we talked about the community and how Tarkov is you know a nice community for females. What has your experience been?
0: It's been really good. I mean, for every one toxic encounter there's been, there's been like twenty to fifty amazing encounters. You know, it's kind of the same as what I've experienced with Voip and Tarkov. It's the same way. Yeah. For the most part, the like the community's fairly mature and just really genuine and sweet.
1: that's good yeah you know this is the first gaming community i've really jumped into and it just seems you know everybody it's like a you know i don't want to use the word family but it's just it's a a very everybody's helping each other out there's very little egos and yeah it's it's a it's a good feeling definitely yeah so now is this the first gaming community you've really you know explored with
0: um i was pretty big into the fallout 76 community i played it for about eight months but never anything this deep and yeah i think Tarkov and the community is going to be that game that I look back and I'm like, that's what I played kids like that was my <laughs>
1: game. <laughs> so that so what made you jump into streaming?
0: Um, my friends, my close friends from college were all many miles away in different states. And yeah. so gaming was a way to connect with them when they were free or to find new people to connect with. It was, yeah, it was my way.
1: Oh, okay, and now, do you remember your first stream when you went live and actually strangers coming in?
0: Yes, I still know the first person that came in to this day, JD. He's my admin and my mod, and yeah, so, yeah.
1: it's a weird feeling, isn't it? Like you know, all of a sudden you've got people coming in. It's like, okay, how do I act? You know, <laughs> what are they expecting?
0: Yes, it was it was very different. <laughs>
1: So now what's, you know, since you started streaming, how long ago was this, by the way, when you first went live?
0: It'll be four years in October. Oh, wow.
1: Very cool. So now over those four years, what's been the highlight for you?
0: I think the highlight was my first 24-hour stream, which yeah. was this January. Um, I think I started to take streaming really serious about a, about a year and a half ago. And yeah. so... I was just like, there's no way I could do a 24 hour, like no way. And then Garlam asked me, you, you up for a 24 hour? Like, oh, no way. I was like, okay, I could do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How tough was it to do a 24 hour?
0: I was the last couple of hours were pretty, pretty rough. We were, we were on woods with rock mom, Amethyst and uh, Shayna and we were all for doing a 24 hour. We were oh my dead. God! <laughs> we were looking for Ames's O-scope and we were just so chill. We were just walking in the fields, not looking around for anybody.
1: <laughs> oh my God. We were dead tired. <laughs> oh Lord. So now you, you, so did you leave basically your, you know, career and then jump into streaming full-time or did you sort of you know ease into it
0: um i was a student at the time so it was kind of like a side. like at first it was a hobby and just see if i like this yeah and then it turned into a side job while i finished school and then after school i took a few months to decide i'm a very patient person Mm -hmm. and so um Streaming is the first thing that I felt super passionate about and felt at home in. Yeah. And I couldn't ignore that because I've tried several other career paths and yeah. did not feel at home.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. So now, when did you, do you remember that point where you said, "I, you know, I got this. I can go take this full time. I can make this career. Or did you just like, all right, I'm going for it?
0: Um, I, I don't think there was a point where it was like, I got this. And I think everybody questions whether or not they've got it a lot, <laughs> but it was definitely, I want to do this and I want to work at this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So now what's been the toughest thing for you to, as a content creator,
0: probably all the tech things. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wear, wear so many different hats when it comes to streaming and yes, the tech sometimes will get the best of me. I'm getting better though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So now you know when how many um, when you got your Twitch partner notice. Uh, what was that experience like? Everybody has a different story.
0: Uh, that was two weeks of waiting, and I had waited a month to put in the application to make sure the numbers would stick. Cause mm-hmm. it, um, I was just very nervous, but also was like I gotta be patient, just wait. And when I finally got it, it was just kind of like it was insane. I didn't think it was gonna happen
1: yeah now how many times did you apply
0: um i applied one time
1: oh that's this wow every like a lot of the other people like they've done it like four or five times and yes and i think
0: that's why i was so nervous i was just like i just want to make sure the numbers stick for a month so i could be like look like here are the numbers i just i'd heard so many stories about multiple applications and i was like oh it's (laughs) nerve-wracking
1: oh that's fantastic so now um Now, you dabble a bit in TikTok now as well, a little bit in YouTube. Have you managed to figure out what that secret algorithm is to get the videos to, uh, you know, explode?
0: (laughs) YouTube, I just created one YouTube guide and then um, life got really busy with the partner application going in and and then moving to Texas. So YouTube, I will revisit here soon. And TikTok is always a toss up. I I, I haven't figured out the magic secret (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now for people looking to jump into this, what advice would you have for them?
0: Into, into streaming? Yeah. Um, for streaming, I would say just kind of like research or like take notes of um some people that you idolize or streams that you just thoroughly enjoy on a regular day basis of why do you enjoy it and what would you want your audience to to leave with after visiting your stream?
1: All right, cool. So we got two paths next. We've got the Sherpa path and we've got the Evasion path. So let's let's start with Evasion. So what is Evasion for those people that don't know?
0: Evasion is a organization created by Sigma, a huge, huge uh, female streamer in the Tarkov community. She's really great. And she created basically a team and then a bunch of events and uh, competitive events in the community for Tarkov.
1: And you're a member of that team.
0: I am. I'm number 22. Well, so <laughs> yes.
1: Now, how did how did you end up you know becoming a team member um, of uh, Asian?
0: Garlem approached me and was asking me. Before before that, I worked as a battle mod with them, volunteered. Oh, no way. And so I was a scorekeeper. And then I slowly um, finished up school, and I started competing a little bit. I did a couple tournaments, and yeah. Um, the stream was also growing and so they they asked me to come on to the team
1: excellent yeah there's such a great great people over there you know so far so up to this point i've had garlem i've had bunny i've had sigma uh brian was just on trent was just on and it's just like everybody's fantastic and they just can't say enough how it's like a family feeling it is and it's yeah
0: Definitely. Yep. Brian, Brian is, uh, he's fantastic. He's one of my mods and a good, good friend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Garland was guest number two and, and, you know, he doesn't do a camera, but he came on (laughs) and it was, yeah, I really like him. He was, he was a good guest. Oh, cool. So now, anything uh, coming up for an invasion that you you're looking forward to?
0: Um, they've just wrapped up, um, I believe the last of it was the trios, and so now with getting ready for wipe, we're kind of in that, like, little bit of a low moment, yeah. um, to, everything's about to get crazy, <laughs>
1: it is. but I'm
0: always, I'm always looking forward to what's gonna go on with the private servers, and then yeah. they have arenas typically, like, somewhere on the way, I don't know, mm-hmm. so hopefully Nikita will <laughs> let us do something with yeah. that, I would be down,
1: <laughs> excellent so now going back a second you you talked about being a battle mod so now what would you do how would you describe being a battle mod uh
0: battle mod is very much basically i don't know it's kind of like a toss-up between being a coach slash boy slash referee all all at the same time yeah and just being there to answer questions for the competitor as well as um staying alert to keeping track of their score,
1: yeah so. so you're sort of like that line of communication from the competitor back to you know the people running the tournament essentially you know the,
0: right they have exactly. questions. And, yeah and sometimes I didn't have all the answers, but yeah. then there was there was Brian and Garlem right there to quickly like answer those questions
1: too yeah and now how did you end up becoming a battle mod?
0: um I First competed in a duos tournament, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like, This is a really nice sense of community, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to jump into that and dive into the community because I felt really at home.
1: Oh, very cool. All right, so the Sherpa program. Yes. So that's how I, I came across your stream one day and you were sherpaing somebody around and it was just so amazing to watch. You were so patient. You had all you're very methodical about how you're explaining things to the, you know, to the guy who was running with you. And it was just like, wow, that's okay. That's why these Sherpas have that special color by their name. And you know, you know your stuff and you're good at, at explaining the game. So how did what was that path for you? How did you end up becoming a sherpa? So I first
0: sherpa triangle face um back in december oh what year was that i don't i don't even remember but i i first sherpa'd her and that was before i was a sherpa and i was like wow this is really fun to help new players and um she was like glued to the hip with me for about (laughs) a week until she got her tarkov feet and her timmy legs but she she was great she was fantastic i fell in love with it and then I decided okay I'm going to submit an application. And I didn't hear back. Um there's a lot of applications that go through and and that was okay. That was fine. I taught some people in my community. I did community raids a lot and scab armies and then they eventually created the role content sh- content create content creator shirt, I believe. Mm-hmm. So um I got in Recommended for that back in last May and yeah. accepted at the end of May.
1: So, okay. And for those that don't know what you know, the Sherpa program is, it's a battle state, you know, a, a group, of, you know, I guess, authorized group that people can go to and look for people to show them the game.
0: Mm-hmm. We have about, uh, I'd say, a little over a hundred staff, which and then wow, with with sherpas included into yeah. that so people helping to run the sherpa hub and the sherpa program and yeah that we're instructors for new players and sometimes we help even experienced players learn a new map like labs or something
1: yeah and now how do, how would people go to find a sherpa
0: um so i really really like the discord because i am very discord oriented but there's mm-hmm. also an official website and i can give you the links for those yeah um, but they just get involved in either of those and submit a ticket yeah. and so for what they're trying to learn
1: and uh, do they you know can they pick what kind of map what kind of play style what you know what can they choose when they you know sort of apply hey come help me
0: Yeah, so it's better to give more specifics. So what map you're trying to learn, what your experience level is, and what you're struggling with. Um, So it really helps when we pick a ticket to know what you're struggling with, and Mm -hmm. if you can pinpoint why maybe you keep dying. Um, And then it's, it's a large array of things. Sometimes we teach basics. Maybe we just have somebody that Open up their stash and like, oh, this is overwhelming. And yeah. I don't even know where to start. And so oh. we we, can, we teach from there, from that point as well. I've had very first time raids.
1: So I, I didn't even think of that concept. But yeah, being just showing somebody their, you know, how the whole front end works is mm-hmm. overwhelming.
0: Yes. I've had a couple of sessions where I helped them like organize or know what to sell. And we never even went into a raid. Yeah. And so it was just all the, the interface in the beginning and what do I do with this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I remember when I first started playing it, was about two weeks before I was playing with somebody and said, Oh, hit the R key. The R key to what? Oh, rotate. Cause I was just like, had, and then, yeah. you know, taking grips off of guns to make that extra row. It's like little things like that, you know, can just be huge help. Yeah.
0: Yes. Selling mags. I, yeah. I always <laughs> like, you can buy those mags back unless it looks really special. You could get it back. <laughs>
1: absolutely so now from a now when you go to pick your ticket are you looking through what they're look you know what they're looking for help for and then you pick that or is it just a random um
0: so Sherpa select their tickets um and it's because each sherpa is a little bit different we all have different play styles yeah. and strengths like mine is a um, mid to far range fights and then woods for example so i typically look for woods tickets um if i'm gonna take those tickets and then um or anybody trying to learn how to snipe Um, Yeah, But I'll teach basics, too. I like customs a lot, so I'll run those as well, because we get a lot of tickets for, like, I'm just trying to learn customs and get this first task done.
1: That damn pocket watch. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh, So now what is, you know, you just said you like to do sniping. What is that, what aspect of the game is your favorite? Is that the, you know... The sniping yeah, that's aspect. That's definitely
0: it. Give me a bolt action, and I'm in a happy place. So yeah.
1: Uh, see, I'm I'm in a happy place sniping. I'm not sure about the bolt action. That that Woods quest three bolt action kills on Woods <gasps> in one raid. Oh,
0: that one's my favorite.
1: One. Oh my god. <laughs> that
0: one's <was> my favorite. <laughs> oh
1: yes, but the sniping is definitely fun. Nothing better than you know you're in a long range engagement and just getting that kill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, fantastic. So now. What, uh, you know, for somebody, you know, what are some, you know, quick tips would you have for somebody learning this game coming from, you know, being a Sherpa?
0: So usually when somebody wants quick tips, I give them a YouTube video. I give yep. them Swamp Fox's quick, like, I think he has like 100 tips for Tarkov yep. or things you didn't know about Tarkov. I was like, you got to watch this. you got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> he lists it all out. But I was just like, my main ones are get a map. Yeah. And... Don't be afraid to use the wiki or YouTube. And yeah. so and maybe grab a buddy or jump into the Sherpa hub for some help.
1: Yeah. Math knowledge is key and spawn points. Knowing where yes. you can be attacked from. That's, you know, I, to me, that's, you know, one of the, the, you know, main important things to understand and learn.
0: Yes, I definitely agree. And it's one of the things I think new players, um, along with situational awareness, kind of lack at first because yeah. it's just so overwhelming getting the mechanics down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's whole situational awareness is, is huge. You know, not, you know, knowing where you are and when where you could be attacked from.
0: Yeah. And the time to heal, like when is the proper time to heal?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. So now what is the, what, you know, from what you've seen, what do most people struggle with most when they start, you know, trying to, you know, you take somebody in, you take a Timmy in with you and, you know, are you like, are they just too chatty? What's, you know, what are some things that, you know, you've, you've, see as a common thing that people struggle with
0: so the common thing at the timmy level is definitely situational awareness like we just talked about but then about uh, in the level 30s they get a little like overconfident and Uh so it's the the jumping on bodies right away and to get the loot and or, or just like running headfirst into a situation, maybe without knowing all the information, which granted, everybody has a play style and WK is one of them. It's just I'm more of the operate on information or make sure nobody's around before I loot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> patience. patience. Patience is key.
0: Yes. I'm a very patient person. So.
1: <laughs> oh, fantastic. So now what other content creators are out there that you'd like to uh, that you know, people should check out?
0: Uh, so if I'm editing early morning, I check out Dan Exert. He's yep. in the UK. He's great. He's a emissary and um, did a lot of sherping for a lot of time. He's a great person. Um, and then in the evenings, I flip switch and I'm, I'm probably got Batty on. He's got a great music playlist.
1: <laughs> he does, <laughs> doesn't he?
0: Yes and then um I don't know in the afternoons there's so many but uh I usually will throw on like Von Helsing or Ash or JVB yeah. there's there's so many
1: There really is all those people you named are just so entertaining to watch and and it's yeah we we really do have a great community Yes yes yeah. So now what so you your are what schedule do you have for your you know when you go streaming
0: Uh so since Getting partner, I mixed in some evening streams. Um, yeah. before that, I was about 11 a.m. central to 6 p.m. I, yeah. I stuck to that pretty strictly. Um, but I've mixed in some evening streams now, and so I will do a start between anywhere from 11 to 1 central is my go to is when I try to start, and then I go yeah. a lot later sometime now. Um, but yeah.
1: So now what I've heard from different content creators who stream different you know, for a while and different times of the day, that chat is different sometimes, whether certain oh, yeah. times of the year, mornings versus evenings, weekends versus weekdays. Yeah, you know, What's your experience been?
0: Um, so I have, I've noticed the evening and the mornings the most because I've mainly been a morning and day streamer. And yeah. so it's just kind of crazy because – they like to BitBot more at the evening oh, in my community. Okay. And so it's just like I could tell at night. I was like, okay, so now the troublemakers are here. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's it's interesting saying goodnight to people. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really new. And then them telling me, oh, you should be asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now for those that haven't heard, what is BitBot?
0: BitBot is... Uh, Also called instruct bot, but it's basically where they can control my character in-game with bits. So they could make me throw a nade or make me shoot or make me go prone at a certain point. I have ran with BitBot this wipe since level 15.
1: Why? Oh my god, this game is (laughs) tough enough. The pucker factor is insane. And to allow your community to just drop a nade or lay down, (laughs) I don't know how you do that. Yeah, it's it's. (laughs)
0: This is the first wipe that I've done it for the mm-hmm. full. I did it just a little bit last wipe, so yeah. it was really interesting, but I like it. It adds another element and surprise and challenge. <laughs> uh, sometimes I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and I give them the evil eye, but. It's fun.
1: It's fun. Oh my lord! So with this twelve twelve patch that dropped way now way back in Christmas, you know, with Voip and Inertia and everything like that, what was what was the thing that you really in the civilian flea market? What were some of the things you really liked from that patch?
0: Um, I would say Voip was my favorite thing and the thing I was most worried about. I mm-hmm. played Rest before a little yeah. bit. And the VoIP can get really toxic. So I was thinking along those lines, but it's actually really great. I love what they did with the timer so we don't yep. we can't talk forever. And um, I haven't had that many toxic interactions. I've had some really cool interactions.
1: So. Yeah, excellent. And now what was your take on the, you know, because you've been here for a while. We had without the found and ray flea, and now we have sort of that, you know, civilian flea market. And I personally, I really like what they've done with it. What's your take on that?
0: Um. Yeah, I really like the flea market. I'm really interested to see with um keys, not being able to drop keys yes. this next wipe, what the barters are going to be like for keys. That's what I am excited for and interested in with this coming wipe is how much bartering are we going to do yeah
1: <laughs> that's true yeah no the key thing is interesting because you know when i run with a you know bunch of friends you know we sort of pick okay i'll grab this key you grab this key and now we all mm-hmm. can't just share it we've got to be in that raid unlocking that you know that door or whatnot
0: yeah it's gonna put like very big priority on surviving too yes like Mm -hmm.
1: yeah absolutely so now after you sign off from you know streaming all day what is what are some of the things you like to do
0: um i like to cook so i cook a lot of my own meals and so that's usually what i'm doing afterwards is getting that food yeah um that's the big one. And then uh, lately I've just kind of been settling in here in Texas and decorating my room and figuring yeah. out how I want things. So that's the routine right now. But I also play on the Switch a little bit, so I'll typically maybe pick up the Switch.
1: And what are you playing okay. on Switch?
0: Um, It kind of depends. Right now I've been playing Overcooked 2, which is not <laughs> like a calm, soothing game, but it's, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and now... You came from was it Oklahoma? You said to Texas. Mm -hmm. Much of a you know change in in environment or you know pretty much similar.
0: Well, it has similarities, but the the drivers are way different. Really? Um, Yes, there are crazy drivers here. (laughs) They do vehicle (laughs) inspections here. It's it's weird. I thought it would be humid, but it's dry heat. Yeah. So I I'm loving that because it was humid in Oklahoma. So this is great. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's it is it's quite different and yeah. sometimes similar. I don't know.
1: Now what was in, what are the inspections they do there? They do car inspections and I'm like an old...
0: No, you have oh. to you have to go through this whole process before you can get your vehicle registered in the state. Oh. So you have to get it checked out by a mechanic. And that was, that was very new to me. Apparently other states do this. Oklahoma does not. So oh. <laughs> I was just like, oh boy, I had to get a horn installed and all sorts of things.
1: Yeah. Wait, you had, your car didn't have a horn?
0: It, yeah, well, <laughs> my, da- my dad rebuilt this thing like 20 years ago. It was, yeah. it was salvaged and he rebuilt it and he didn't see the need for a horn. So he <laughs> left that part out. But everything else <laughs> is beautiful and working and sound.
1: <laughs> so prior to getting a horn or do you have the horn now? I had the horn. Okay, so it's prior to the horn, when you had to, you know, tell somebody to move, did you just like roll down the window and holler at them? What was I'm just
0: kind of oh, the patient thing kicked in again. <laughs> I just kind of waited. Also, I, I'm a homebody. I don't drive a whole lot, so the yeah. horn thing was it a big deal? It's
1: optional. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was optional,
0: but not oh here.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you survived the podcast. Hopefully, it wasn't too painful.
0: <laughs> it was a great time. Thank you Excellent. so much.
1: Now, before I let you go, though, at the end of every podcast, I ask the guest to call out somebody that, you know, they recommend that, you know, they should come on the podcast. And who would you like to call out?
0: I would probably call out Von Helsing if you haven't had him on. He's You know fantastic. what?
1: That's... you ash and i think it was will have both called him out so i know he's been busy Mm -hmm. and we've been chatting so he yes he absolutely is going to come on but i appreciate that
0: and if bond doesn't come on grab swamp fox he's he's great he's great all right
1: (laughs) there we go thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate it it was really nice meeting you
0: yeah it was great to meet you too thank you so much